Welcome to this edition of Doctors in the House. The Columbus Medical Association is thrilled to have two CMA members who are members of the Ohio General Assembly. And in this series, we will talk about what their experiences are as physician legislators, as well as the policy issues of the day. In this episode, we'll be talking to Dr. Anita Samani. Dr. Samani represents the 11th House District. Dr. Samani is an OBGYN at Ohio Health. Dr. Samani, thank you for your time today. We're now past the, the Labor Day and summer uh, break from the Ohio legislature, but things uh, seem to be off to a relatively slow start on legislative activity. What's your take on how things are going to be happening this fall? Well, part of the reason we're in a slow start to the fall you know, sessions are that a lot of the legislators, like uh, Rep. Rousseau, are involved with the redistricting effort. You know, if you remember in 2022, as part of how I ended up running, um, we had redistricting. Franklin County won um, a couple new districts, whereas other areas lost districts. So it opened up the opportunity for me to actually run for office. And now um, those districts were actually not legal districts in the sense that they were not approved by the Ohio Supreme Court and they were forced through by the federal court ruling. So we have to go back and draw the maps again. And that's why we have this other group, Citizens Not Politicians, that's looking at creating fair districts by having a committee that's made up of um, average people, not politicians, not lobbyists, but your average person then creating fair maps, people who maybe don't have a political agenda. Although I think everybody has a political agenda, but the goal is to have a, as impartial a committee as possible. So because of that, our House sessions have been a little delayed. There's some you know, drama behind the scenes and people are working to create maps under a very short deadline. You know, Secretary um, LaRose, Secretary of State LaRose knew that this was coming up for months, but because of issue one and because of some of the other things that happened, all of this got pushed back. So literally between September 13th and September 22nd, the um, committee has been tasked with coming up with new maps. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I obviously am planning to run again in 2024, but don't know what my district will be. And I think a lot of us are facing that. And then there are congressional maps. If you recall, again, in 2022, we had two primaries. We had one in March and then we had one in August. And the congressional maps that were drawn are also unconstitutional. But because of redistricting having to happen again in 26, and since these maps were not considered agreed upon in a bipartisan fashion, um, there was a lawsuit that was dropped with the intent that we'll just use the same congressional maps right now. And then hopefully um, we'll have an independent commission that will draw the maps in a little bit fairer fashion. So just to recap, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, but for 2024, we do have congressional districts that people have agreed and the Ohio Supreme Court signed off on. So that part is set for 2024 for Congress. What is not set for 2024 are the state legislative races. And there is the old process um, of the committee that is charged to put that together that's working on maps for 2024 that is supposed to be finished by the end of next week. But then there's also been a proposal for the ballot 
for creating a brand new process for maps that would not affect 2024, but would be a long-term, the proponents would say, fix, if you will, uh, for how maps get drawn. Is that a fair summary of where we are? That's a perfect summary. I kind of got in the weeds, but you um, took the weeds out of it and made it a beautiful plant. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that people like yourself are there on a daily basis trying to work through those details. Related to that, you know, ballot initiative uh, effort that you wanted to share? Yeah. So come November, Ohio voters will get a chance to vote on two things that will be on the ballot, issue one and issue two. And again, issue one, if you recall in August, we were telling everyone to vote no because we wanted to make sure that we kept things a simple majority. But now we're at the point where issue one is to protect reproductive rights and to get um, abortion legal as, as well as all of our reproductive rights. So the constitutional amendment would address um, the right to have an abortion, the right to say no to an abortion, the right to contraception, to IVF, and for um, abortions to be legal through viability, but also the, the potential for a patient-provider conversation if the health of the mother, the health of the fetus was at risk to be able to have an abortion beyond viability. So the those are all medical standards and medical issues. They're not political issues, but those are the things that would be um, up for people to say yes in November to issue one. The other issue is to legalize recreational marijuana, and that's issue two. Um, as you know, medical marijuana is legal in Ohio, and you you know you go through a physician and you get a card, and then you can get marijuana, but this is to legalize recreational marijuana and then, you know, to open it up to being taxed just like alcohol or cigarettes or anything else and to address it um, as far as being legal for people over 21. So those, I think that given those two things being on the ballot, we're going to see a really, hopefully a big turnout for an off cycle election, which will also include like city council and some other positions that will be on the ballot. But I think those two issues will drive voter turnout. Um, what's frustrating right now is that we have a Republican minority um, and not, you know, not all re Republicans are pushing this agenda, but there has been this push to try and make the reproductive rights folks through jump through so many different hoops. You know, we had issue one first in August, we had an extra election that cost $20 million for one issue on the ballot. Now, the next thing they've done is to change the language that will be on the ballot. And that's um, currently in front of the courts, in front of the Ohio Supreme Court, challenging the language because it's not medical, it's politically driven. It says things like unborn child and abortions will be permitted till term, till delivery which again, Malcolm, you've worked with doctors long enough to know that that is not possible, that we cannot perform abortions at 40 weeks, those are called deliveries, and nobody in their right mind is going to kill a baby after delivery. So um, it's just very, um, very intentionally misleading language. Um, some people argue that nobody reads the ballots and, you know, they're going to walk in with their mind made up. So who cares what the language is? 
other people are saying, well, no, it matters because this language is just so egregious and so inflammatory that, you know, for people who are uncomfortable with the idea of abortion, seeing words like unborn child and, you know, abortion till term may turn them off and cause them to vote no instead of yes. So I think that is something that as physicians, we need to really make a point if people ask um, to be able to say, yes, abortion is healthcare. Yes, abortions have a place in reproductive healthcare, but that doesn't mean there aren't other things that are going to be protected in the constitution. And I think that's the part that really got left out of the ballot language was the idea that we are also protecting women's rights to access contraception, to access like infertility care, to be able to make that decision without the government interfering, you know, as to whether they have an abortion or not. And as you indicated, uh, that is an issue that's currently in front of the Ohio Supreme Court uh, to be determined as to what language will be on the ballot. The actual constitutional amendment language has already been approved by uh, the Secretary of State uh, and the Ohio uh, uh, kind of regulatory process. So this discussion and court case that's going on is, um, if you will, perhaps more in the political realm than it is in the legal realm, um, as the, the amendment language for the Constitution has been already approved. So what uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast to be aware of is this is a discussion about what's going to be on the ballot itself um, as a representative of the um, of the amendment proposal. One thing I would tell all of our listeners is make sure your voter registration is valid because some of the rules have changed in terms of the IDs and what is acceptable and know that early voting will start in October. So it's really important to stay on top of that if you happen to be out of town or you think you won't be able to vote on election day, just make sure that you get your early um, request your absentee ballot. Dr. Samani, thank you for your time today and we'll look forward to talking again soon. Thanks, bye. Doctors in the House is a podcast produced by the Columbus Medical Association. You can stay up to date on our advocacy efforts at Columbus Medical Association dot org slash advocacy.